Hello and welcome back to Sort by Best Match. I'm Megan. And I'm Emily. And we're podcasting in Emily's dorm again, but Emily's roommate is still here. Hi, Ivy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, live studio audience today. Yeah. Pretty crazy. We're also on the floor. Yeah, normally we sit in chairs. Today we're on the floor. Last time we sat on my bed. Yeah, we could sit in my bed. Emily, <laughs> Emily has a loft bed and it's so high. And it's really kind of frightening to be up there because you can oop, hit touch, your head. Touch the ceiling. Could sit in mine. Could sit in Ivy's bed. Ivy does not have a lofted bed. I'm not going into bed for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, today we have Kingsman. And Rise of the Brave Tangled Frozen Dragons. Good job. Yes. I At one point I did accidentally... I looked up some different versions by accident when I was searching because I would forget one. I'd be like, the uh, Brave Tangled Frozen Dragons, forget Rise of the Guardians. Then I'd blended the Rise of the Brave Tangled Dragons where I forgot Frozen. It was a lot of work. I mean, they all find their way in there. Yeah. Um, so that one had been on the spinner wheel for a while. Mm-hmm. And when we did like Big Hero 6... It kind of snuck in there because, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like every Disney animated movie plus other non-Disney movies of that time period all just kind of mm-hmm. went together. Yes. So I'm excited to see what Emily found, but mm. right now it's <laughs> Kingsman. Yes, which I watched. Technically, it was last night slash today because I went. I, yeah. Because I finished at like 2 a.m. <laughs> it took me an extra amount of time because I was also live tweeting it. Yes. And it. So I had to pause and take so true. and take pictures. I appreciated your live tweets a lot. But Kingsman, it's a movie that I really like. Kind of fun. If you guys haven't seen it, it's it's basically just like a spy movie. Mm. Just like it's based on comics, so it's a bit more quirky. I didn't know it was based on comics. Yeah. You learn something new every mm-hmm. day. Explain some of the the weirdness. Yeah, I just thought they were being quirky. They are, but like <laughs> it's also comics. <laughs> so I did not, you know, when it came up, like, last week on, like, Random Search, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that there was fan fiction of this. There's a surprising amount, mm-hmm. but the, everyone, the main pairing is, so the main character is Eggsy, and then Eggsy X Harry, who is, like, his father's age, <laughs> and I, it makes me very uncomfortable, and I don't particularly like it. Well, he's, like, older than his father. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh... Because when I watch the movie, I'm like, oh, they've got, like, a nice parent-child relationship. I log on, 90% of the works on there are them. Yeah. So, little... Because I was was talking to Emily the other day, I'm like, I really don't know, like, what they could possibly do for, like, shipping in this movie. Mm -hmm. Now I know. (laughs) Unfortunately. But (laughs) that's not what we're reading at first. We're going to go to Wattpad, and you're going to read this. (laughs) Okay, it's titled Kingsman, and the cover is a picture of Cat Valentine, a yes. victorious. Yes, by Allison Elise Salvatore. Okay. <laughs> oh, now we got a gif of Cat Valentine. Yes. Wow. Okay, Betty smiled at her older brother, Eggsy. So we got a little self, mm-hmm. yeah. They say, I was really confused about what his name was, because at first I thought they were saying Eggsy, like that fake... <laughs> <laughs> All for the game, yeah. which I may put on the wheel. <laughs> if you guys haven't read it, t- 
terrible book series, but so entertaining, about fake lacrosse called Exy. Yeah, so at first I was like, is, is he named after this fake lacrosse? But then I looked no. it up, because I was like, what are they saying? And then I was like, egg? Eggsy. Eggsy. Yeah. Don't know why. Uh, are you going to Black Prince? Eggsy nodded and kissed Betty's forehead. Yeah, I'll see you later. Be careful. Betty nodded. You too. Betty fell asleep when her mom walked into her room inside. Eggsy's in a in police station. Betty sighed. Again. I like to picture this as Betty from Riverdale. Yeah, that's what I was kind of picturing, but I guess we're supposed to be picturing Ariana Grande. Betty so. from Riverdale, but played by Ariana Grande. Mom nodded and sighed. Do you want to go and wait for him? Betty nodded and got dressed. She walked to police station when Eggsy walked out. She gasped and hugged him. I was worried. Eggsy sighed. All of the, they're all sighing. And yeah. <laughs> so I picked this one mostly just because it summarizes the first thing. It's funny, but like... <laughs> Sorry, I'm okay now. Let's go. Eggsy took Betty's hands and they walked down the stairs when Deep Voice stopped them. Eggsy. Siblings turned around and saw Man in a suit. Eggsy looked confused. Who are you? Man smiled. Man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the man getting you out of jail. Eggsy nodded. Doesn't answer my question. Man nodded. (laughs) I gave you that necklace. My name is Harry Hart, and I knew your father. Betty squealed. You knew our dad? Harry nodded at the cute girl. I did. Can we talk somewhere? Eggsy nodded, and three of them went to Black Prince. I think that's the name of the bar that they all hang out at. At first I thought it was, like, a musical act, and I was like, is this Prince slash, like, My Chemical Romance of the Black (laughs) Parade? Black Prince. (laughs) Prince part of the Black Parade. it's It's just the bar. Betty was drinking milkshake while Harry and Eggsy talked. Betty jumped as their stepbrother walked in with a couple of his friends. We are going to kill you. <laughs> Harry looked at them. <laughs> I just love how much they simplify the dialogue. Because, yeah. like, that was the gist of the conversation. But they don't walk in and say, we, we are, are going, going to, to kill, kill you. you. Sorry, gentlemen, but I had rather emotional day. So if you could leave me to talk with Eggsy here, he'll be free later. Eggsy shook his head as his stepbrother started talking. Get lost, grandfather. We have to talk to Eggsy. Harry stood up and walked to the door when one of the guys mumbled something. Harry locked the door. Manners maketh man. He started fighting everyone and was winning. Betty squealed and hid her face in her hands. Eggsy's eyes were wide. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. We can can skip. Okay. Basically, they just kind of... It's pretty much done. Okay. But I just needed... Man, smile. <laughs> we are going to kill you. And Ariana Grande. Yes. All right. Now we're on AO3. Okay. We've got a problem, Arthur, and I'm afraid that Eggsy is the only Kingsman agent who can go on this mission. Merlin burst through the door, waving his clipboard frantically, booking no argument from Harry, who simply raises an eyebrow at his, at his old friend's behavior. If you guys haven't seen the movie, Merlin's like their tech guy yeah. in the little secret agent thing. And they all use, like, Arthurian yes. code names. So what is, um, he's, oh my god, what's Harry's code name? I just remember it, I was like, I don't really know what they're saying. He's, is he Galahad? Yeah, that's Galahad. Because at first I thought they were saying Callahan. No. And I was like, that doesn't really fit together. And then Galahad. I was like, no, they're saying something with a G. So yes. I was like, I can't really tell what so, you're yes. speaking. They all have little Knight of the Round Table personas. <laughs> I could have just put on captions, because they you had captions. Have. But I was like... You could have. Uh, 
I'll just pretend I know what these characters' names are. There goes Exy, the, the lacrosse game. Okay. Uh, who, okay. I don't follow, Harry replies, looking over to see if Exy knew what was going on. The young man shrugs, turning to look at the mirror in the briefing room, sliding on his glasses. Harry does the same as Merlin taps at his clipboard. Didn't know you was a One Direction fan, bro. <laughs> Exy remarks as the faces of the four band members appear on the screen. <laughs> I wonder what's going to happen. Merlin shoots him a look before he pulls up the image of up the pulls up the image of a note. At one p.m. today, the members of One Direction were recipients of a rather nasty piece of literature. The note threatens to kill them during their attendance at a charity ball tomorrow evening and has been forwarded to us by an ex-Kingsman candidate who works their security. Apparently, the threats include explicit details of the ball's schedule and mechanics, which gives credibility to the matter. And why is Exy the only agent who is eligible for this mission? Why is this a mission to begin with, Harry asks, not knowing or really caring about who the band members were. Fake fan. Yeah, come on, they're so important. All other agents, with the exception of Lancelot, are currently deployed. As for Lancelot, I believe she threatened to cut off my genitals if I forced her into another dress, which is mandatory attire for female attendees. Go off, Roxy. Mm-hmm. As for why this is a mission, One Direction currently has a fan base large enough to cause some sort of international disaster <laughs> should the four die tomorrow. This just reminds me of the one that you wrote for our season two finale, where, um, like, the apocalypse was caused by the Directioners versus the BTS army. <laughs> yeah, and then they created the factions. But yeah, of diversion. <laughs> I would rather not have Kingsman have to deal with the aftermath when we could prevent it now. Well, I'm like, now, One Direction won in that, in my story. But mm. as we see, BTS will be trained in war. Right, so, so they have the advantage. This is, this is a com- conversation topic that we've been on lately. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, One Direction's at four members. How yeah, many does BTS have? I think seven. Yeah. So they don't, they don't, like... They get the numbers advantage yeah. and everything. Okay. I would rather not have Kingsman have to deal with the aftermath and we could prevent it now. Which leads me for to job, Exy says. Exy. <laughs> Exy, I'm going to call it Exy now. Right. Leaning back into his chair. So all I got to do is cozy up to One Direction and make sure they don't die. Easy. Harry, Louie, I love you! Screams <laughs> Several fans scream from outside the hotel. The Outside the hotel, the ballroom is being hosted at. Okay, yes, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. The two bandmates smile and wave shortly before they enter the building, Liam and Niall having already entered minutes ago. Exy tries to shadow the four, but they keep breaking up to talk to other attendees and donors, making small talk and thanking them for their donations and contributions. Watching, Why didn't One Direction just not go? Don't know. If their lives were threatened, I <laughs> they think literally they could just, just be like, I don't want to go anymore. It's for charity, love. <laughs> we can't back out on the charity. <laughs> Watching four people at once was a bit of a hassle, Eggsy thinks, right before he bumps into Harry Styles. Oh my god. Shit, Eggsy curses, making a step back and catching his glasses, which had been bumped off during the collision. You're all right, mate, Styles asks. I like how I'm making them <laughs> British, but not everyone else. <laughs> but Eggsy doesn't get to be British. No. Patting Eggsy on the shoulder with concern in his eyes. Oh yeah, Eggsy manages out. A little starstruck. He would deny it with his dying breath, but Daisy wasn't the reason why One Direction was a staple music selection in the Unwin household. He's he's Eggsy Unwin. Yeah, I would I was assuming yes. that was his last name. I just didn't so know. So he's that was a directioner. But yes. Okay. He composes himself and stands up straight. Sorry about that. Wasn't paying attention to where I was going. Not a problem, Harry replies with a smile. And I don't know what 
to do, you know. He could probably do better than me, but it's it for me. There's like accents right yeah. in here, but I can't. I don't. They're trying. To, you can just read it normal. Eggsy finds himself saying to Harry hours later, he still isn't quite sure how he got here. Seated with Harry in the rest of One Direction, one moment he was apologizing. He's living the your name life. No, right he now. is. Well, kind of. <laughs> one, one moment he was apologizing to Harry. The next he was telling Harry about his Harry. Oh, yeah. He's trauma dumping on Harry Styles he right is. now. The band member listening with bright eyes and a sympathetic ear. It sounds like he's serious about you, Styles size at the cuteness of their relationship. I don't know if I would go that far. <laughs> you both sound like you love each other very much. Just cherish what you have with him. Don't go looking for the bad in your... Are they dating in this? I don't know. Okay. I Seems can't tell so. if it's like they're dating or if it's like... I don't know. You don't want to lose what you got, Louie pipes up looking away from his conversation with Niall to give Harry and Eggsy a quick smile. Why are they all in on this? <laughs> he makes eye contact with Harry and his smile brightens before he looks away. Are they dating? I don't know. <laughs> Did you not look at any of the tags? I forget. <laughs> no. Like, it, it was definitely it was definitely tagged as, like, Eggsy x Harry, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the One Direction pairing. Yeah. No, for, for experience, Eggsy x Harry, and the other young man shrugs with a smile. They continue to make small tack, cooing over pictures of Daisy, learning to walk, and videos, videos of her trying to talk. Before the charity ball organizer calls One Direction to the stage for a speech, Galahad, get ready. They're gonna get shot at the stage. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Merlin says suddenly into his ear, causing Eggsy to jolt in his seat. Fuck me, Eggsy mutters, adjusting his glasses and turning to look for any signs of a threat as the boys walk onto the stage, catching a glance of a waiter pulling something from the back of his vest. How much did he hear? Turn off the audio. Don't worry, Galahad. Arthur and I didn't hear your personal conversations with the mark. You're the governor. (laughs) Eggsy whispers in relief. I can't really imagine someone whispering that. The governor. (laughs) He would. Before he shoots a dart from his watch, the target was caught unaware by the stunned dart slumping onto the floor, gun falling from their hand. Eggsy watches as the ex-candidate makes his way over and grabs the target, trying not to cause a scene. There's a party if you want to join us, Harry offers after the ball is over. There have been no other threats during the event, the gunmen working alone. The rest of the evening had been a delight, Eggsy finding herself enjoying the company of the group. I would, Eggsy starts, but Harry cuts him off with a nod. Got to go see her, man. <laughs> yeah, Eggsy laughs. I don't, like, what was the drama going on between I don't, them? I don't know. Eggsy laughs and the two high-five and the other three band members shaking their heads in the background. Harry takes Eggsy's phone and types a few things before handing back to the, the device with a smile. I'll see you around, Eggsy. So let me get this straight. You went to the ball to protect One Direction, befriended Harry Styles, and texted him regularly enough that he wrote a song about you and Arthur's relationship. <laughs> oh. Roxy asks a month later, a new One Direction song playing on the radio at the cafe. The two are stationed did. Eggsy shrugs with a smirk and takes a sip of his tea. Yep. Can't believe they wrote What Makes You Beautiful about right? Eggsy and Harry. <laughs> Just so you guys know, at the end, Arthur refers to Harry. Yeah, they yeah. they switch code names quite a bit. So mm-hmm. like at the end of the movie, like Eggsy becomes the new Galahad mm-hmm. and then it's just and the Arthur guy dies time so yes. it's like Harry's Arthur. Harry Harry I don't know, I guess becomes Arthur. Um no it was it doesn't tagged with oh, any okay. one direction. This was Baby Be With Me So Happily by Black Beyond. We have an AO3 account, it's just sort by best match. I will bookmark this if you guys would like to read it for yourself. So true. Um, yes, it looks like this author writes a lot of Kingsmen, so. Mm. All right. This one. Okay. I'm just skipping a little bit ahead. All right. 
we're on AO3. So this one is part of a series, just so you know. Okay. Um, if things are confusing, I'll explain. But I read the first one. It's kind of like we can't read it on here. Okay. Because it gets just, like, really, like, violent and sexually explicit really quickly. Oh. So we're not doing that. Okay. Okay. Meanwhile, on the island of Kalokari... You'll see in a minute. Harry Hart was approaching the tidy gathering that his name rival... Harry Bright. <laughs> that is so true. Because it's the same. Yeah, yeah. And they've got the same first name. So this is, this is Mama Mia, in case, in mm-hmm. case you guys haven't caught on. So the premise of this series is name fights, where uh, characters with the same name, like all these British characters with the same name, mm-hmm. Harry, yes. are fighting each other because... They don't. They don't want multiple people to be named the same name. One of my tweets that I was I was going to tweet about how British people are all just named Harry, but I didn't. Tweet but that's that, but. that's the premise of this series. Mm-hmm. So the first installment is Harry Hart versus Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter loses. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't read the second one, but more fighting happens in that one. I skipped us ahead a bit in this work, but at the beginning, Harry Potter I think is now James James Potter because he. <laughs> <laughs> to give up the name? Yeah. Well, I think at the end of the first one, he gave up his name to be Harold James Potter. But oh. I guess he lost to somebody else. Oh. Because at, in this one, he was James James. And he was fighting James Buchanan Barnes, oh. Bucky Barnes, for his name. And I, I assume he loses once yeah. again. But Harry Hart is now continuing his quest to be the only Harry. Okay. Uh, Hart had vanquished one enemy in pursuit of being the only Harry in the United Kingdom, and this Brit was no exception. Though he may not reside in England anymore, his northern accent still carried, meaning that his ancestry, the blood of the gods, and dead flowed through the veins that powered his name, a name that only Harry Hart could ever possess, and was intent on being the only one with that name, no matter what sort of control he had to seize over anyone to make it happen. This kindly old fellow was not an exception. Hart approached him. He was giggling as he danced, wearing black slacks and a neat white button down. A sign of a Sigma male. <laughs> can, I, can I tell my quiz bowl story? Uh, sure. I do, is, no, it, it's very quick. Well, I'm just like, do I know it? I think I, I don't know. I mentioned this. So a friend and I joined our school's quiz bowl little club so we could play trivia every week. And like literally on our second night there... The club president who's, like, running the stupid meeting, meeting, he's like, okay, so, like, you're, you know, you're each gonna name your teams, ha ha ha, and then the first team was like, we're gonna be school name alphas, mm-hmm. and then, then my fucking team was like, ha ha ha, we're gonna be, like, actually, no, 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 like, the other team was like, no, actually, we're gonna be school name sigmas, I'm like, ha ha ha, we're, this is so funny, and then the, like, club president was like, lol, Quiz Bowl has a toxic masculinity problem, and then he didn't continue. <laughs> he was like, that's funny. Quiz Bowl is known for this. Let's play the game. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Uh, maybe you want to address that problem. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That's really funny. Glad I'm here right now, sitting in this room with you. Love that. But anyways, that's, mm-hmm. my, that's my story with that. A sign of a Sigma male. The worst case of man. Hello, how may I help you here? Hello, how may I help you? He asked with a good-natured <laughs> grin on his vis- visage. Uh, once Hart requested to see him. 
I have a well-founded beef with you, Mr. Bright. I require that you change your first name immediately, lest we approach any troubles. Hart's cool politeness calls Bright to raise an eyebrow suspiciously, the smile slowly slipping off his non-existent flesh-colored lips as he ceased to dance. Surely this strange man must be infected with some sort of reckoning to demand such out- Outrageous request, thought Bright, as he stared at the elder. He looked vaguely similar to him, like a long-lost twin brother. Hmm. Do I know you? Questioned Bright, expect- inspecting Harry and his queer mannerisms. Queer? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> no, but you could certainly get to know me a little better, smirked Hart, his fist almost connecting with his opponent's jaw. He rivaled with his fir- fist, drawing it back during the last second before he could fuck up Harry Bright's beautiful fucking face. And boy, was he a looker. In the sense that he looked around a lot. (laughs) Harry Bright's eyes, from the act of incest that his mother had committed when consensuously shagging his brother, Harry Hart had Bright's eyes constantly spinning around in their sockets in lurid motions. I don't know about that one. I don't know what's going on. Though it may have been strange in Britain, incest was not unusual on the noble island of Calicari. They're really doing this poor fictional Greek island dirty. <laughs> yeah. I have a boyfriend, Bright admitted sheepishly, looking at his partner who was waving at him from afar. Plus, I've simply got to get back to the party. Sorry if you could not find what you were looking for. He finished, passing by Hart with a mutter of old man under his breath. Wait, exclaimed Hart, stopping him by the shoulder. That's not what I meant. Harry Bright looked at him curiously, waiting for his sibling-slash-father to continue. (laughs) I mean that. I want your name, Harry. We have to brawl, so I can emerge victoriously and officially lay claim to my name as being the only Harry in all of the British Isles. My name, lay Harry? I lay Bright, looking confused. Yes, I demand of you to change your name. That's acceptable. That's acceptable. I've been meaning to do it for a while anyway, but since I'm spontaneous, I'll do it right now. I will now simply refer to myself as... Footlicker Bright, after my most preferred fetish. Oh. Yeah. Hart let go of Bright's shoulder, uttering a shuddered thank you as Bright sauntered off back to his loving boyfriend. Harry Hart was stunned how it had been that simple and was slightly disappointed that there was not the wave of victory that he experienced when dominating Harry Potter. He sighed, a smile growing on his face. Maybe some things are alright after all. I was The end. I was hoping there'd be some singing involved that I could do. No, unfortunately not. Um, All last summer. <laughs> I'm guessing that the boyfriend is the other dad in Mamma Mia who, like, doesn't end up married to... Oh. Maybe? I don't know. I, well, I think he, had, like, he was, like, dancing with people in the movie. Oh, true. All right, so this is Here We Go Again by Simona Slytherin on AO3. Mm. I will also bookmark this. There's, there's a lot going on in this little series here. <laughs> um, all right. This one, okay. <laughs> this one, this one's funny. It's, it's kind of similar to the first one we read, but it's also, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Exy Unwin, ex-nerd reader. Back on Wattpad. Yes. Your name's... By Kingsman, Kingsman Bitch. Oh, so true. Okay. I'm just, my foot is like falling asleep, so I'm trying oh to move God. it around. Okay. Your name's point of view. I was walking down the street to the Black Prince pub, reading Schrodinger's Cat, The Physics Behind It a book about his theory and all the algebraic equations he used. A full explanation of it. She's such a nerd. You're, this is you. Yeah. Okay, You're well, so I, can I not smart. talk to third person? No. Second person? She's such a nerd? That's third person. Yes, I, you is would, yeah. second person. Are you not paying attention to creative oh, whatever. writing? Whatever. 
Uh, it was super interesting that I kept looking up and around me just in case I ran into someone who I didn't want to, which was everyone. I was known as the nerd of London. She's <laughs> <laughs> that famous. I'm that famous. The nerd of London. <laughs> you can probably guess by from the book I'm holding, but known of them, but none of them knew. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting spelling. They didn't know my parents died for a secret cause. <laughs> They didn't know that I was that boxer they saw on the telly and rooted for. She's got a secret boxing identity. <laughs> it's the thing where it's like at the party and you're standing in the corner. They don't know. They that. don't know. <laughs> they don't know my parents died for a secret cause. <laughs> I wish, sometimes I wish that we used Twitter so that we could like yeah. tweet little. Maybe we should start doing it. I mean, it. we could put them on Tumblr. That's true. They don't know my parents died for a secret cause. <laughs> Uh, they didn't know I quit everything to look after my sister who kept being arrested. It was a hard life, but I was surviving. That's one hung in good at. I think they meant one thing I'm good at. Yes. It's interesting how the spelling mistakes. In yes. This. I finally got to the pub after a good ten minute walk without any encounters with some horrid people. I go to open the front door of the pub but saw it was locked. I didn't hear anything apart from someone. A male say something like, make it man. Whatever that meant. I thought you were supposed to be smart. So he's, so right now, this is the scene that Ariana Grande witnessed, yeah. but we're outside of it. <laughs> so I went around the back. The owner knows my sister and is good friends with her, so he let me have access to the back. I opened the door and walked in, weaving through the storage rooms and kitchen. I heard a snap of wood and quickened my pace, wondering what the hell was going on. I pushed open the door to the bar area, and what I saw surprised me. A young gentleman was fighting off Dean's crew of drunkards with an umbrella... A young gentleman? Or is this at the end of the movie? Oh, I think it is at the end of the movie. Because he just does it again. Yes. At the end of the movie, there's a little full circle scene where Eggsy does the same thing that Harry does at the beginning. Yeah. I stood there quite amazed until I accidentally dropped my book, making a small thud, distracting a few of them as they stared at me. Did you call your girlfriend for help? Well, she's going to go down with you then, one of the taller, lanky fellows said. The gent went to stop him, but as he threw a punch in my way, I went to boxing techniques. So true. If it's a fight they want, a goddamn fight they will fucking get. I'm just imagining Victoria Justice and I Carly when she was the boxer. Shelby Max, I think was the oh name. Oh my god. So that's what I'm imagining. Victoria Justice <laughs> as the nerd of London. <laughs> uh, I narrowed my eyes... Uh, if. It's a fight they want, a goddamn fight they will fucking get. I narrowed my eyes at him, kicked my book away quickly, and twisted the hand, yanking him to his knees while holding onto his arm and kneeing him in the face. I got out my little pocket knife, engraved with a little K symbol on it for my dad's will, and sliced his <laughs> cheek. <laughs> I th you know, obviously it's meant to be like Kingsman, but like, yeah, it's really? A, my really pocket knife detail. from my dad's will. <laughs> and sliced his cheek and hitting him quickly on the temple whilst I kicked another dude in the stomach, knocking the wind out of him, but the first lanky lad didn't give up and managed to quick hits on my stomach and ribs. Grunting, I elbowed him in the head, knocking him out. The other guy was short and fatter, but he managed to back me up into the gentleman as we were now fighting back to back. Suddenly, they both took out weapons. Dean took out a gun and aimed for the umbrella gent, whilst Fatso over here took out a knife. Was it also from his dad's will? Probably. I was about to take action when a hot and husky voice whispered in my ear. Oh my god. Get down on three, alright? I nodded. 
not speaking, for I would lose concentration. You can, you can just skip that. Basically, they, will, they do a little team up and then they, they win. Do you mind telling me how you fought like that and where you got your pocket knife from? I reckon you recognize you as people rudely call you the nerd of London. I'm correct. <laughs> so, so she's like, literally, <laughs> she's famous because she's so, she's so nerdy. Then how, she's living the double life where both of her lives are famous because she's a, yeah, the boxer yeah. is famous and her nerd is self is famous. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know how this works for her. Yeah. She can't even be like Hannah Montana, where one no. is not famous. No, she's, she's famous for one thing positively and one thing negatively, and it's really, it's really hard for her. I shrugged and said exactly how it was, mostly. I'm a box nerd. I got the knife from a dead relative. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you know the only way you can get knives is through your father's will? <laughs> I was about to walk off when he actually said my name. Emily... Last name. Egg. Emily Egg. I believe your father worked with someone I knew. <gasps> I turned abruptly and had a good look at him. He was fit and had a damn good jawline, but I was not going to let that distract me. How the fuck do you know my dad? I all but growled at him as the woman shouted a sharp, empty threat. He just said he thinks he knew someone who worked with him. He, yeah. He explained how he might know your dad. Literally. Uh, hey, you do not talk to my son like that, you hear me? I ignored her as I kept the lad's gaze. He smirked as he saw my narrowed eyes and apparently familiar stance. Haha, you are the best female boxer out there, aren't you? Erica Phoenix. <laughs> Look at her little name. Uh, okay. He smirked as my face became a sterner expression. The little dick figured it out, goddamn, how I didn't even do anything impressive. <laughs> the little dick figured it out, goddamn. <laughs> Never mind the tattoo on my left side of my collarbone was showing a moon with a werewolf howling at it. <laughs> howling? Howling. She's so badass. <laughs> it showed through on what I was always wearing for boxing. I need better shirts. I nodded stiffly. We can stop there. Okay. But he basically is just like, let's be Kingman. <laughs> um, it's just very funny. And then it goes on for a bit. I just like that they had to take... It's like, it's like yeah, okay, nerd reader. But it would, you being a nerd is really not the most important part. It's you being a boxer. That's yeah. more important. <laughs> but this is, this is Kingsman one-shots, hashtag Waddies 2017. Uh, hopefully they won. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's this. I'm, yeah, hoping that they won. Mm -hmm. Probably not, but <laughs> hoping that they won. Um, I think we have time for maybe, like, one more thing. Yeah, that's good. Okay. There was another Mamma Mia crossover fic, but okay. it's, it's a lot longer, mm -hmm. so. Um, okay. This one, this one is just dumb. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created <laughs> equal. And when I meet Thomas Jefferson, I must compel him to include women in the sequel. Work! <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I wonder what this is. Lucy sang the Skylar sisters softly to herself as she dried the newly washed dishes. It was the same song she had been singing for the past ten minutes. The past ten minutes! <laughs> The full Hamilton soundtrack had recently become permanently embellished in her brain, and for the life of her, she could not stop singing. Did she ask for this? No. In fact, she discovered the American musical completely by accident. She had grown bored one day and decided to take a stroll through Tumblr. As she went on past the five-second gifts and Photoshop pictures, she noticed a tab for something called Hamilton. 
curious. She clicked on it. The rest is history. I need to look up when this was published after yeah, we finish. True. Look around, look around. <laughs> How lucky are we are to be alive right now. You don't have to sing all of it. Well, I, mo- I would say 90... I'll say 80% of it I probably would not be able to sing because I don't know the tune Fair most enough. of the songs. As she was getting into the song, Lucy began to sing a little louder. Exie had gone out for a moment, so it was just her in the house. Look around, look around. How lucky we are to be alive right now. I'm going to start rapping, yeah, y'all. so true. Before she knew it, her hips involuntarily began to sway to the tune. History is happening in Manhattan, and we just happen to be in the greatest city in the world. In the greatest city of the world. World! <laughs> <laughs> Lucy screamed and instinctively jumped around with the knife she was cleaning to see where the noise had come from. Her breathing soon settled as she let it sink in that it was just her fiancé standing in the middle of the back doorway with his hands up. He almost looked as scared as she was. Exie, she yelled, gently laying the knife down on the counter before grabbing her chest. Stabs him. You scared the hell out of me. I'm sorry, he said, trying to mask his small laughter. Forgive me for admiring my love's amazing singing. Lucy could only sigh as a smile formed on her face. She could never stay mad at Exie, not when he come complimented her like that. When she turned back around, he was just inches from her face. Hello, he said. Hello, she replied, (laughs) rewarding him with a small peck on the lips. Thank you for admiring my singing. What was it you were singing? Oh, just a song from a musical. Hamilton, she explained while going back to work. (laughs) You wouldn't have heard of it. (laughs) Exley stayed behind her, his arms wrapping around her waist as his head rested on her shoulder. Never heard of it, he admitted. It's this new American musical about Alexander Hamilton. Who? He was this big American figure. He was a fighter in the Revolutionary War, Secretary of Treasury, the President's pet, hated by nearly every he worked with. Sounds like a big deal, Eggsy mumbled, his lips saying kisses along Lucy's neck. <laughs> He's really turned on by this discussion yeah. of Hamilton. The Hamilton is foreplay. Okay. It is. He was, Lucy said, trying to concentrate and not give in to Eggsy's advances. You know, now that I think about it, you're kind of <laughs> kind of like Hamilton. <laughs> Suddenly, the kisses stopped, and Exie's head popped up. Really? he asked. Really? Lucy looked back at him. I'm like Alexander Hamilton, this big American figure. Yes, actually, you're a lot like him. In what way? Well, Lucy started, for one, Alexander Hamilton came from nothing, but rose up to become something, just like you. How does it best? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Exie let out, jumping to sit on top of the counter next to Lucy. He fought in a war. I didn't know if V-Day could be considered a war, Lucy. I forget that they call it V-Day, the oh. day that they fought Valentine. Oh, huh? Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I've only seen the first movie, so they might talk about it more. I the think they refer movie. to it in the second movie, yeah. but yeah. Still, he fought just like you, and he had kind of a father and something with General George Washington. Lucy slowed down at this part, knowing how sensitive her next few words were. Like how you had a father and son relationship with Harry... So this is actually, like, in the first movie, like, this is, okay, this doesn't have the second movie, like, influence on it at all, because Harry comes back. I kind of thought he did. Yeah, he comes back. <laughs> he, he didn't die. Yeah, I didn't think he did. He's back in the second movie. And but, also, the Kingsman fandom, again, seems to be divided on what they want to characterize this relationship yeah, as. Yeah, well, I'm like, she's talking about the father and son relationship when they were literally lovers, and... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's been interesting looking for these uh, she dared to look up at Exie's face Exie I, 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 in my head that's just how I think part of it is how they pronounce it with their accent Exie so like they're like it sounds yeah, more like ex- Exie in their British accent yeah so like sorry to any British listeners who we may be offending so, I guess 
in the American accent, it should be more like eggsy. Yeah. Pull harder on the G. Yeah. But like, I'm just doing how they pronounce it. Yeah. Eggsy. You can you can skip ahead a bit. Where shall I go? Yeah. Ah, eggsy side helping Lucy to pour the detergent. Had kind of a flirtatious thing going on with her sister-in-law. Oh, he asked, suddenly finding things to take an interesting turn. And he had a mistress on the side. Okay, the washer drawer plopped down as Eggsy turned to Lucy. I think the similarity stopped a long time ago. No, he's cheating on her. With Harry. Yeah. Oh, you think so? Lucy retorted. Both Harrys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, last summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think so? Lucy retorted, her arms crossed. I know so. He matched her stance and gaze. So you aren't a charmer? Oh, I'm a charmer, all right. I just prefer to use my charms on one woman. Oh, Lucy asked with fake innocence, inching closer to her lover. Who's that? You, Eggsy whispered. He finally closed the gap and captured Lucy in a tight hug and passionate kiss. She returned it in kind, her hands slowly meeting his face. After a few seconds, she pulled away and whispered, So... I'm the Eliza to your Alexander. If anybody said that to me, I would break up with them. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, babe. Eggsy replied, leaning back to capture Lucy's lips. Wow. Yeah. Why did someone write that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this is Alexander Hamilton question mark by Savvy Dawn 05 mm-hmm. on fanfiction.net. It was just... It was interesting to me that this is the only Hamilton crossover, and I needed to yeah. I needed to check it out when I saw it on the list. Um, that's all I have for Kingsman. Okay. Um, so, yeah. We'll be back with Rise of the Brave Tangled Frozen Dragons. Yes. All right. So, I'm excited, but a little scared. I mean, there's one that I think might scare you the most, but okay. we're only reading a Okay. There's, this was kind of hard to find, but also easy to find. Yeah. So I think it's like it's a weird it's a weird niche there. I think it was like easy, which made me just like pick just the first ones that I saw. Even maybe they're not the most funny things that exist. So I think that I might have used a like, crutch a bit to just pick some out. Yeah. So sorry to them, but I gotta say because I didn't want to do ones that were just like one of them. So I missed out on some great ones mm-hmm. like a House of Anubis, oh, uh, How to Train Your no. Dragon AU where Hiccup is a girl and Toothless is a human man and they fall in love. (laughs) Um, (laughs) the fuck? What does that have to do with House of Anubis? Unsure. So I know you're sad about that. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? But, okay. So now we're gonna start, I think this one only has, this one is technically in a one-shot collection that has all five of them, but this first one shot only has, uh, Jack and Hiccup in it. Yeah. Also, I just, whenever I think about this little, like, fandom as a concept, <laughs> I think about this one girl we went to school with who in middle school read an essay aloud about how she had a crush on Jack Frost from Rise of the Guardians. I literally don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I have, like, ideas of who it could be, but. No, it's just. Every time I think back to middle school, I'm like, you read that out loud. Good for you. So true. Okay. Anyways. This is a short little one shot. Okay. Jack sighed, sitting at the register. Friday afternoons were usually pretty busy, but everyone was partying because finals had finally ended, and thank God for that. He clicked his tongue ring against his teeth. (laughs) 
waiting and hoping for someone to come in. That's not how I am when I'm at work. I'm praying that nobody comes in. True. Actually, when I was waitressing, I did want customers to come in. Because then you get more money. <laughs> but when I was on minimum wage, nobody disturbed me. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, he heard the door open and he snapped out of his daze. He looked up from twiddling his thumbs to see two high schoolers walk in. One of them was a cute, short brunette with forest green eyes and heaps of adorable freckles. Hmm, I wonder who it is. <laughs> the other was a tough but pretty-looking girl with a short blonde braid that fell to her shoulder blades. He didn't pay much attention to her. <laughs> he was too fixed on the cutie next to her. Yes, Jack was gay, and very much so. <laughs> Why did he do that? He went to pride rallies, even. <laughs> Damn. I want to count every single one of his freckles. And those eyes. Ah! He thought to himself, distressed. <laughs> Is he distressed? Then the two approached the counter. Hi, what can I get for you two today? He asked. The blonde girl smiled. I'll get a double shot espresso, nothing else. Jack was impressed. <laughs> Most of the teenagers that came into their cafe got the oversweetened fatty drinks. And what about your boyfriend? Jack asked coyly. The boy blushed bright red, and the girl laughed heartily. Ha ha, he's not my boyfriend. We're just good friends. The boy nodded frantically. <laughs> this interaction here. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So what would you like? He asked Freckles as he had now dubbed him. Oh, um, can I get the large hot chocolate, but with half and half instead of milk and whip? That's Emily at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> can I get a hot chocolate and a, <laughs> and a bacon, egg, and cheese and a hash brown? <laughs> It's good, so... When we, when we go shopping and then we walk back to campus, we always have to, we have to stop and get hot chocolate. <laughs> to warm my stomach. Because it's cold out, so I support that. Um, but you have the same... He's, he's a little more fancy with yeah, it no, than you I are. Yeah, no, I just like hot chocolate. But this is, there's a kinship there. <laughs> um, of course, what are your guys' names, he asked, going to write their names on the cup. Hiccup. Astrid. If literally someone told me their name was Hiccup in real life, I would laugh at them. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't laugh at them, but I'd be like... <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, interesting nickname you got there. Right, like, okay. <laughs> I think it's literally just his name. Yeah, it is. Um, Hiccup. Wow, that was adorable. An adorable name for an adorable boy. <laughs> Hiccup pushed his glasses up his nose and pulled out his wallet. He paid for his drink and Astrid did the same. Then they both sat down. Jack made their drinks, but before he gave them to them, he wrote a quick message on Hiccup's cup. Hey, cutie. Little emoji winky face. Here's my number. XXX. Whatever. It's just X's. He handed them their drinks. I wish it was the author's real number so he could give them a call. Um, And watched as Hiccup blushed again. Finally, as they were leaving, Hiccup handed him a napkin. He rushed out of the cafe, and Astrid followed behind slowly, looking amused. Jack unfolded the napkin. It read, my number is... Number. Call me if you ever want to get together, so you can show me what you do with that tongue ring of yours. <laughs> no! <laughs> so that was on AO3. Yeah. We'll be saved to the collection later. Okay, this one, I, so this first chapter of this next one gives us a little background of what, what's going on, and I think you'll just be really confused, and then we'll read, like, the first sentence of the next chapter, and you'll be even more confused. Okay. So, this is giving us background on characters what's going on okay right, i just want to say the name of the last one. Oh, yeah it was oh my one shots and drabbles by orphan account okay so you'll need me to bookmark it yeah, anyways yeah. to find it okay so okay right off the bat <laughs> spell bra 
So the characters I'm using are Elsa, Elsa Genderbent, Anna, Anna Genderbent. At once? Yes. Okay. Well, you'll see that somehow Elsa, Anna, Elsa Genderbent, and Anna Genderbent, like, don't really relate to the characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is just like um, our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode when the book was adopted by Fitz and then Fitz isn't even part of the plot. Um... Elsa genderbent name is not Eric. It's Michael. <laughs> okay. And Anna genderbent is Hayden. Thank you. Elsa does not have ice but water powers. Anna has nature powers. Michael has ice. Hayden has fire. So now you see the characters... I don't really get why they have to be this gender bent. This is giving Avatar. Yeah, true. And how is Anna's Anna, but she has nature powers, so... The whole point was that, like, Elsa was, like, the only one with powers. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, this is not a chapter, but to get you interested. So this is the birth order. Michael, Elsa, Hayden, Anna. Okay, so now there's... Mm-hmm. So Elsa gender bent is the oldest. Yes, yes. <laughs> Michael... <laughs> Um, the ages of each, Michael, 19, Elsa, 17, Hayden, 16, Anna, 15. Michael and Elsa are part of the frozen part of the story. Hayden is part of the brave part. Anna is part of the tangled part. So Anna's not part of the frozen part? I don't know. All in that order. Anna will look the same. Hayden has more white strands of hair on his head and a dark brown hair with freckles. But he, okay, but he's but he's Anna. No, <laughs> Anna gender bent. I would say no, <laughs> <laughs> but he's supposed to be. <laughs> Elsa Elsa has dark blonde hair with dark brown on the roots, but down goes dark blonde. Okay, no. <laughs> Michael basically looks like original Elsa, just male. Okay, that one I can get behind. So I'm just picturing pixie cut Elsa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally. If there is sing, that's a yes. <laughs> I hope you like the story. It's going to be interesting. I, I agree. It is going to be interesting. Okay, wait. And then first chapter. <laughs> I hate you. I actually hate you. I'm like about to cry. I hate you. Jack POV. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. You like, don't even have to read that much. <laughs> right now I am at North's workshop because I was not feeling well during my duration of my pregnancy. Then <laughs> it's Hiccup's child. Yep. Oh, man. Okay, we honestly don't need to read well, it. Well, should I? I mean, we can try to read the first chapter. I think I gave up halfway through because I was just confused. But as you can see, because I was like, how do these characters come into play? It's because they're all Hiccup and Jack's children. What? And that's why we had to go through the whole birth order and backstory, I think. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong, but I think okay. that's what it is. We're back to our four-year-old son, Michael, that I thought Michael was... I, I thought Michael they were all, like, older teenagers. Than yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just skipping around. Mm-hmm. What have you been up to, I asked. Um, so this is Jack asking. I was with Auntie Tooth. Oh, wait, no, no the to- yeah. Tooth Fairy. I was like, got me- Toothless, I was like... I was also confused when I okay. was looking for stuff. But I wanted to see you, he said, smiling. 
He looks like a copy of me, just smaller. Okay, so now I understand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Basically, oh no, and now Jack's about to give birth. Oh yeah, I think Jack might die in childbirth, but I could be wrong. Um, a few moments later, I was in a bed in pain. It never hurt so bad for the other three. Jack, you need to push now. <laughs> I pushed hard, and a lot of blood, just blood. Then a sharp cry filled the room. Then it went dark. Darkness was the only thing I saw, just like at the water. Cold, dark, and alone. Um, I think he died. Yeah. Did I die, I thought? Jack, I heard a voice I heard only once. The man in the moon, I said, and saw a glow too hard to see anything. Jack, you are here for something important. But, he cut me off. Your children will do many things. Extraordinary things. Oh, wow. So can, I think he's dead. Yeah. I, I, oh, he was Emily. Already, he was already dead, though, so I don't really know how he can die again. But I guess he can give birth, so I get, it doesn't really make why? sense. Why? Okay. Oh, why? Okay. So this next one has a line that made me laugh, but it won't even be funny, and it's really dumb. So I'm... Emily was, Emily was cackling about this before we started, so... <laughs> Ben's POV. Oh my god, he's descendants! Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, it had gone well with the first villains that we brought over from the Isle of the Lost, so I decided to bring four more kids after talking to the former villains. I made my choice. The children of Gothel, Mordu, Pitch, and Draco Bloodfist. They've given them all evil I see, now. I see. Like, Gothel, that's kind of yeah, like yeah, Rapunzel. Yeah. Mordu, I'm guessing, like, Merida. Yes. That's, and that's then, the bear. Yeah. And then Pitch is for uh, Jack. Okay. And then the Drago is for Hiccup. Oh, okay. I assume that's, like, some villain or something. Yeah, I think we might be missing Elsa, but... R.I.P. to Elsa. Okay. Normal P.O.V.G. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. We turn to the aisle where a teenage boy is standing. Oh, so this is like a little, mm-hmm. little script-style thing. He has dark brown hair and brown eyes, wearing jeans and a green hoodie with one leg having brown boot and the, the being a prosthetic. So, hiccup. Mm-hmm. He is currently spray-painting a long-live evil sign with a dragon on it. Henrik Bloodfist. Yeah, he's hiccup, but he's called Henrik for, okay. Hen- for some reason. I guess they decided hiccup wasn't an evil enough name. Because it's not. <laughs> they say I'm trouble. <laughs> they say I'm bad. Well, the say same I'm way. evil. That makes me glad. So the whole, we're doing the whole we're thing. Not get, we're going to stop halfway through this because okay. it's very long. Yeah. Um, we then see a girl with curly red hair wearing a sky blue top and black jeans with a quiver and bow strapped to her back, climbing down a ladder with a long live evil sign, except this had a bear. Merida Demon. <laughs> the author's note. Mordu was known as the Demon Bear, and I had no other idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, this last name thing will come back. Oh. And this is what this, this is what will make me chuckle. It's okay. their, their, ch- their choice of a last name okay. for someone. The best hunter in the land. Can't beat my skills, no one can. We then see a girl strutting down a table like a model down a catwalk. She has long, pale blonde hair, dark purple dress, and is barefooted. What is she going to do with her hair that's so evil? <laughs> Rapunzel Gothel. So I, got some, I, so I got some mischief in my blood. Come here, I'll make you fall in love. Climbing out of a window is the final member of the four. 
A boy with pitch black hair with streaks of white with amber eyes wearing a dark blue hoodie and brown jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Wearing brown jeans and is also barefooted. <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> So I'm just imagining the rest of this as it's everyone and then Jack, and Jack Black. <laughs> He's going to start the school of rock. Yes. Oh my god. This is <laughs> This is so true. Yeah, let's, we don't have to read anymore. I love that. Just no. continues with It's Jack Black. Okay. Uh, so what is this one? Oh, this one is a really dramatic story. Okay. On Archive of Our Own. Okay. Right. I'll go back and say the title of the last one. Oh, yes. Um, this is Rise of the... Wait, no. Big Four Meet Oridon by Sparky Ice Blaze 135 on fanfiction.net. Okay. Back to AO3. It was a cold night where Elsa resided. It was generally cold wherever she was. She was good at containing her powers, but not that good. Sometimes on hot summer days, it was cold in the castle. Not cool, but cold. Her life was peaceful, except for the fact that she had to keep a secret from almost everyone, including her sister. Oh, no. They killed her a little bit inside. The day of her coronation, she let that secret slip when she got angry at her sister. She ran off into the mountains out of fear. Instead of capturing her, Hans killed her. What? It's, this is a very dramatic story. Oh my god. It wasn't the same for a princess across the sea from her. Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> Rapunzel loved her life. Her parents, her people, her Eugene. He had become a scout for the army. But he got caught and died. <laughs> so I'm assuming this is a love story between the two of them. Well, no, you'll see. Oh, okay. Rapunzel. So grief-struck, she killed herself. What is <laughs> happening? Instead of Merida killing Mordu, as the story said, something else happened. She's trying to protect her mother and herself. But just as a stone was about to fall on Mordu, he struck a very... Also, Mordu spelled wrong. <laughs> he struck a very hard blow on Merida. All was silent for ten seconds before Merida's mom became human again. Ma- that M- Merida died. So Merida died. They didn't as make well. it very clear, but she died. Released from the spell, she died. The legend of the Vikings doesn't lead you on to the truth of what really happened to the most famous boy and his most famous dragon. Hiccup and Toothless died together on the battle with Draco Bloodfist. Draco Bloodfist. Instead of the chief, Hiccup's father died. Hiccup died. <laughs> it was all Toothless's fault. The chief killed the dragon. <laughs> They're all just dead, yeah. dead, dead. <laughs> However, they still won the battle. But the, the chief killed the dragon. Yeah. Um, the next thing the six of them knew, including Toothless, was way different than any of them believed. They all became spirits like Jack did when he came out of the ice. I mean, Jack's at least the only one that actually That's died. That's true. So. so true. Elsa just stayed and haunted the mountains for the most part, but every year on Anna's birthday, she would return to her kingdom. She felt such grief and regret whenever she did. I did this, she thought with utter despair one day. There were very few people left in the kingdom. It was more like a village now. In fact, there were only enough people left to fill up the entire castle. The duke died, but Hans was still breathing. In the castle, he had the frozen statue of Anna in the room with all the paintings. What the fuck? She watched over her dwindling until no one was left but Anna's statue, for she had become frozen in time. Eugene found Rapunzel a year or two. I can't get over Rapunzel. Yeah. Rapunzel a year or two after their deaths. She was in the tower, like at the beginning of their tale. Only the entrance was not blocked and there was a wooden door. The two of them spend their days together time was spent idly by. 
Unlike Mordu, Merida had not become a wisp. Her form was still intact, but no one could see her. She found much despair in this. The princess still raced around the forest, shooting at her targets for fun. It took Hiccup a month, but Toothless regained his trust. The two of them haunted the skies together, flying around, keeping watch of the village they had left behind. A year later, the man in the moon chose all six of them as the new generation of guardians. Yes. Wow. I just really liked how they just all kept dying. Like. Made me chuckle. They all just. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. 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 Okay. So this is a short paragraph. Okay. For us to read. Right. I don't I don't really remember how funny this one was, okay. but I'm just forcing us. This one was Rise of the New Guardians by W-O-1-F-S-O-N-G. So true. Love that. Okay. Believe it or not, Jack and Elsa never liked each other until sophomore year of high school. They started a rivalry in preschool <laughs> because they were just alike but really different at the same time. Elsa was the so-called leader of the girl pack, and Jack was the so-called leader of the boy pack. Recess was quite an interesting time, so this is like a child who was writing this. <laughs> the teacher often had to break up fights between the two before anything serious happened. One of the similarities is the fact that the two ha- both had ice powers. Ice powers are extremely rare and very hard to control. As a result of they were the only ones in the school to have ice powers. So when the teachers would feel a sudden dip in the temperature, they would rush to find the two because they knew it was a side effect of their mood changes and they were only five and didn't know how to control their powers. Fast forward to freshman year, the two are clashing heads more than ever. On the first day of school, Jack unofficially started a prank war between the male and female groups by putting a box of snakes in Rapunzel, Merida, and Astrid's locker. They all three have to share a locker. (laughs) That sucks. Their school's a little low budget there. Um, Elsa didn't just a box of snakes. She got that and a bucket of water thrown on her. How basic, Elsa thought. (laughs) She's going to escalate to crimes. Yeah, murder. Um, Elsa and Jack both did boxing, so she figured she should start there. <laughs> Gotta Elsa- get the girl, what's the, your name? The nerd yeah. boxer to yes, help out. Yes, the nerd boxer. She's, she's stepping in. <laughs> um, I think they called her Erica Phoenix. That's, uh, the, yes. that's the boxer persona. Or the nerd of Lo- London. The nerd of London. She's going to take over. Um... <laughs> Elsa made the war official when she replaced the sand in the punching bag with lightweight cement. (laughs) So his hands are just broken. Yep, they are. Needless to say, Jack had a cast for a while. (laughs) He was not happy. After two semesters of endless torture, the two called their 11-year rivalry to an end. Halfway through the summer, they formed a band... (laughs) That sung covers of all sorts of songs, ranging from rock to country. They did exceptionally well and still sing today. Wow. (laughs) Took a sharp turn. Um, Jack and Elsa both realized the massive feelings they had for each other junior, almost senior year. They were sitting side by side at the lunch table when Elsa and Jack felt a great sense of comfort and realized the reason behind that feeling. He immediately rushed to their cheeks, which the group was hasty in picking them apart for them both blushing after the celebration of their college graduation (laughs) we're really jumping around here jack proposed i thought they were in a band they've got a lot of stuff going on all right they had been dating since the after party of their high school graduation in which (coughs) 
Jack asked her to be her girlfriend and confessed that he'd had feelings since junior year, and so did Elsa. Wow. Wow. This continues because in the next chapter, it's at their wedding. Oh my god. There's a lot of drama. And this is uh, Their Life After College by oh. ASC 2006. Wait, this author's name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what made me. I was like, oh, what is this? This is based off a dream I had the other night in which my dog woke me up trying to get under my covers. I hope you like it. <laughs> so, yeah, based on a dream. So true, actually. Okay. This actually makes way more sense that it's based on a dream, like, the way that time is going. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how long is this? I think we're gonna... Okay, this has... Um, I say... So this has a... a original char- character named Sakura, uh, I think. Okay. Uh, but this is the story. It's a big crossover. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a new year for the sophomores in Mission Creek Republic High School. So that's where the lab rats go. Yeah, but we'll see. There's a lot going on here. Okay. Four young teenagers, three boys and one girl, got off the bus and looked at their new school. So this is the... But it's not Republic. It's just Mission Creek in the show. You'll see. I'm holding on to that. So this is the so-called Mission Creek Republic, eh? Nice school, the first boy said as he got down. He is Chase Davenport, earthbending student. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please. Maybe our new teacher has a pet monkey and rides on a cow to work, the tallest said. Maybe not, Leo found. (laughs) Out of my way, daredevil coming through, a yell was heard. Chase turned around and saw a 13-year-old girl with cat ears and a cat tail Mm. skateboarding (laughs) while trying to turn her water whip into an ice boulder, but ended up crashing into his older brother. The older brother's face was badly swollen. I don't know what is happening here this is the oc showing up oh that's also a cat <laughs> yeah that makes sense this this is giving oc behavior yeah. um hey watch it i just dirtied this shirt the taller boy adam firebending sophomore said sorry dude the girl sakura apologized adam what happened if you glitch big d will i mean uh glad you're okay Another boy, another shorter boy, non-vending student, Leo Dooley, said, R.I.P. to Leo. Yeah. He doesn't get to have anything. <laughs> if only we had an ice packet. Too bad I can't water bend, a girl, Bree said. So we're not even going to get to know what Bree does. We'll find out later, but okay. yes. She's at least not a water bender. But okay. things get a little confusing for yeah. me. With who, what, who can bend what, as we'll see. Okay. Um, I can. Here, let me do it, Sakura said as she used her water bending to heal Adam. Ah, that felt good. I'm Adam. And what's your name? Adam thanked her. I'm Sakura. First year sophomore and a double bender. Yeah. <laughs> I can earth bend and water bend. Pleased to meet you all. Sakura let out a little laugh as she helped Adam up. That's not allowed. Well, she's she's part cat, d- a double bender. Skateboarder. She, yeah. She's really got it all. She's got a lot going on. Um... Adam nearly fell onto her, but their eye contact was only a few inches. Adam's cheeks flushed red while Sakura remained clueless. Someone's got the love bug bite, Bree and Chase cheesed. Huh? Bug what? Adam asked as Leo facepalmed. I'm Chase, earthbending slash metalbending prodigy. Okay, so he's, he's just got one. <laughs> this one's Leo. He can't bend, Chase said, introducing himself and Leo. Since when are you a prodigy? You can't even beat Adam at wrestling, Leo said, rolling his eyes. Just ignore my brothers. I'm Bree, airbending student. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Brie rolled her eyes at Leo and Chase and smiled at Sakura. You are related to them, Sakura asked. Unfortunately, yes, Brie sighed. I'm envious. I've always wanted to have brothers, Sakura sighed. 
At that moment, the school bell rang as everyone ran to the school hall. I just, where are the, where's the gang? <laughs> They're about to roll up. Okay. <laughs> Leo's point of view. First comes the boring head speech by Principal Perry. Trust me, you do not want to understand what the old lady is saying. This is really boring, I can hear Bree saying. Agreed. First year, huh? I asked. Yep, two words. Boring. Sakura rolled her eyes. Excuse me, but, um, are we late? A blonde girl with really, I mean, really long hair asked. Nah, you missed the boring speech, so you're lucky, Bree said. Hi, I'm Rapunzel Corona. The red one is Merida, the brunette is Hiccup, and the white one is my boyfriend, Jack. The white one? (laughs) I get that his hair is white, but... Okay. The blonde smiled. Hi, I'm Jack Frost, waterbending student. Jack smiled as most girls fainted. (laughs) I'm Bree. These, somehow I wished I wasn't relate to, are my adopted brothers, Adam and Chase. The black one is Leo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's wrong, Bree said. What's up, newbies? Coming through. Another tall Asian boy with a ducktail hairstyle came over. Who is that, Bree asked. Sup, I'm Bolin. (laughs) (laughs) So glad that he's here. Um, Bolin tries to be a bit flirty. Bolin, no way. You're Bolin Horanchito, Fire Ferrets member. Sakura recognized Bolin. What is she doing here? Yeah, don't know. She's not relevant to me. Yep, famous inside and out. And you are, Bolin smiled. The short guy is Leo, the girl with cat ears. Like, she literally just is a cat. It's Sakura. The white one is Jack. <laughs> Blondie one is Rapunzel. Brunette with curly hair is Bree. The dorky one is Chase. The other tall one is Hiccup. And red one is Merida. I'm Adam. Adam gestured his hand. Oh, geez. Another guy with muscles bigger than my hand, Leo said. You think? My papa would be shocked at Adam's height. He's like 188 centimeters, and my dad is 178. I'm 148 centimeters, Sakura rolled her eyes. (laughs) Shut up! Thanks for the knowledge of everyone's heights. I'm worse. I'm just 146, Leo said. Hey, keep quiet, Dooley. All of you. Detention after school, Principal Perry said. Just great, everyone thought. Detention on the first day? Awesome, Sakura cheered as everyone face-palmed. (laughs) and then at the end okay what you think i'll let cora mako asami and iroh appear in the next (laughs) chapter i for a second i thought iroh would say iron man when i just kind of glimpsed i was like that would be funny if the avengers pulled up bolin review and tell us what you think adam i want a pet i want a pet pig jack two reviews per chapter for faster updates (laughs) (laughs) whatever people would like be like i will not update unless you give me a review like holding it over people's heads like holding the story (laughs) ransom like okay like if no one's reviewing no one cares has anyone reviewed this story i don't know um and speaking of which you guys get to decide if you want the big four to share a basement with adam brie and chase why would they be in there (laughs) i don't know but yeah that's a great story uh and if you wanted to know i think there's going to be a love triangle between the oc Adam and Bolin, so that's going to be a dramatic Oh, that's dramatic an interesting story. pairing. But yes. Um, uh, now we have, okay, so this story has an, another OC, but as you can see, the person made some great edits, so the oh. OC is just Elsa with a different hair color and outfits. <laughs> so true. Okay, 
Uh, we're on Quotev. Um, oh, wait. What was the name of the oh, last yeah. one? The name of the last one was Friendship at Mission Creek Republic by Purple Dolpin 05. It's not spelled dolphin. It's dolphin. Um, okay. Quotev. The Queen of Moonlight and the Arranged Marriage. <laughs> Third por- third person's POV. And uh, we also have a lovely edited picture of Elsa at yes. the top. Um, okay. In a place that is hidden by trees and the ocean, have a kingdom called Moonlight. This kingdom have this name because the moon shines bright every night, and the moon is the one that cho- choose who is the king and queen of the kingdom. In Moonlight now, have a queen called Crystal. Everyone loves their queen. Crystal have powers that everyone in her kingdom admires. Earth, wind, water, blue fire, ice, and love. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> blue fire specifically. Yeah. And love. Yeah. So it's like avatar plus... Plus love. Yes. And ice is, ice not, is not a water. division. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> love. <laughs> Hi, Ivy. Ivy's leaving. R.I.P. So ignore the door closing. Okay. Um, in the first, she couldn't control them, and now she can but she still keeps nervous and always uses her glover for precautions. Crystal now was sitting in a chair reading a book about myths that exist in the world. She always got interested in the myth, Jack Frost, the winter spirit. The book was saying that he brings winter to the world. He makes snow and brings the also called snowy day. Crystal was looking at the page that was talking about the winter spirit that didn't had any pictures of him. Anyone know how he looks like then, she thought with herself. She smiled a bit, thinking that someone other than her that have powers. She's, she's just like, the only person. Yeah, and she's like, is he hot or what? Yeah, That's is he hot or what? <laughs> so true, Crystal. She sighed, looking at the book. She looked at the window that was in her side, lost in thoughts. She closed the book and got up of the chair and put the book in her bed. She walked to the window, looking at the village that was in harmony as and peacefully as always. She taken a deep breath and heard the door knocked. Your Majesty? She heard it, Yes. She answered, not turned away from the window. We have some people wanting to talk to you. They said that is important. She sighed again and turns to the door. Tell them that I'm on my way. She said the person understood and walked away. Crystal wasn't really wanted to go. She got a bad feeling about it, but she went to the door and opened it. Why would you do that? (laughs) Crystal's point of view. I sighed after hearing the guard. I opened the door and walked to the throne hall. I needed to keep calm. I needed to be polite, and after entering the hall, I take a deep breath and walked inside. I saw three persons there, two old women and man and a young man. They was waiting for me, Crystal, the Queen of Moonlight. One of the staff said as I walked. I stand in front of them, smiling politely. They said that you all wanted to talk to me? I think we're going to skip ahead. Okay. So, because this part is like, it's just with a random character where she's getting engaged oh. to... And at first I thought it was going to be Jack Frost with just a random name, but no, it's a random character. Okay, so, unnecessary. Yeah, so then, oh, we're we're not reading this chapter either, but then we have another, we have a picture of Jack and Elsa looking at each other, except Elsa's crystal, but they didn't do any editing to her in this one, so it literally is just Elsa, we're just supposed to pretend it's crystal. Yes. And also, it's called Changing Fate's Desire, Gistel. So, (laughs) my favorite love story. I love that they changed it from, like, Jack and Elsa to Gistel. Yeah, I don't really know why, but, okay, so then this is Jack, he's going around, and he is going towards, uh, where, uh, Crystal lives. So now, we have a picture of Gistel, I mean, not Gistel. Crystal. (laughs) Crystal. And it's It's actually very well drawn. Yeah, but I think it's someone just edited the, like, 
yeah. blue hair onto Elsa. Yes, probably. But so then we're going to have this made me. <laughs> this is well, this, we're just going to read the first section of this because this brings in another character from. The okay. Rise of the Brave Tangled Frozen Dragon. Yes. Crystal's point of view. I sighed as I looked at the window, thinking about what happened, about the arranged marriage. In six months, I will marry him. This is a lot of dot, dot, dots, just so you guys know. (laughs) I will marry Leon in six months. I sighed as the thoughts came in my mind, and I got sad. Why me? Why have to be me? I groaned annoyed and frustrated at the same time. I walked away from the window and looked at the picture that has the old queen and king of moonlight. They looked happy together. I looked down thinking that could be me one day like that. I sighed as these thoughts came in my mind over and over. I closed my eyes, trying to forget these thoughts when I heard a knock in the door. Yes, I heard, I said almost in a whisper as I opened my eyes. Your majesty, you have a letter, you have a letter of your brother Hiccup. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. What I love about all these stories is all of the, like, main characters could either be dating each other, like, related in some way, and they all, like, there's, like, a yeah. shit for all of them, and it's, like... It's so insane. It's, like, Jack and also can be, like, brother and sister in one, and then dating in another, and then you've got, like... It's really all of them are dating. Whoever, whoever invented this little AU was having fun with their life, but, um, okay. Um, when I heard my brother's name, a smile immediately appeared in my face. I opened the door, and the staff gave the letter to me. Thank you. He smiled, and I smiled back. I closed the door again, looking at the letter. It's been so long that Hiccup didn't send me a letter. Me and Hiccup are siblings. He's my older brother. While he live in Burke, I live in Moonlight. I miss him so much. But I need to stay here. I opened the letter, wondering what he write for me this time. Um, dear sister. I'm going to say dear sister just as a line. <laughs> yes. <to me. laughs> dear sister, a.k.a. the shooting. Yeah. So, um, from the like SNL skit, <laughs> or like the Lonely Island. Yeah. So, dear sister, that just made me chuckle. The, mm, what you say? <laughs> yes. So we'll read Hiccup's little note, and then I think we can be done. Okay. Dear sister, sorry for not sending you any letter in the last month. You know Chief Stuff and Twins with Snot Loud is not, e- it's not so easy to take care, and that makes me really busy, and you know that. But everything is fine. Don't worry. I'm taking of myself and such. You don't need to send mad letters at me or something. Well, how are you? How is your Queen Stuff doing? And are you taking care of yourself? I hope so, or I will go there and teach you some lessons about it. I'm serious about this. Don't overdo yourself with this type of things. You already slapped me so many times because of this that the back of my head is hurting until now. And I'm not kidding. Let's stop talking about this, shall we? First of all, Burke is like all day. Is like, <laughs> is like all day. Twins and Snotlout making a mess around. Fishlegs the smart as always. Astrid always in the dragon race. Gobber in his quote-unquote cave. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Mom is helping everyone as always. I didn't think he had a mother. Yeah, does he? No. <laughs> and me, well... Wait, but is one... Oh, wait, I'm so confused now, because I thought their parents would have been the old king and queen of Moonlight yes, that died. Theoretically, yes. Because they have the same mother. Right. But I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't think the author does either. Um, okay. Mom is helping everyone as always, and me, well, me, I'm... I'm the always. Making... <laughs> Making cheap stuff, taking care of Burke, flying around with Toothless, and you know the rest. Well, the strange thing is, Astrid found a girl unconscious in the beach. <laughs> she have orange, blue, and black hair. I don't know who this is. <laughs> with a blue dress. 
She didn't woke up yet, but when she woke up, I will ask her questions. Don't worry, it won't be like Heather. This time we are more cautious. <laughs> I promise. I need to go now. See you soon, sis. I really need to know this whole backstory. Who's Heather? Yeah, who is this girl on the beach? Like, is it gonna, like, is it Merida? Like, I don't know. Like, Just, and then this, I chuckled at the letter. Hiccup is so funny writing letters. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reaction. All right. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Then she goes and hangs out with her arranged marriage man, and then she talks to Jack. Oh, my God. It's pretty crazy. Crazy yeah, stuff. That's the gist of love story, and that's all I have picked out. Oh, my God. So, I hope you enjoyed. I did enjoy. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, I think I think I got a good range of stuff. You did. You, I, you like, got a lot in there. I'm, I'm very impressed. Okay. Right. Well, We're going to pick for next week. We'll be back in just a moment. All right. Random search time. Let's go quick. Okay. Um, um, supernatural. Mm. A lot of random stuff today. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> I don't know anything about Detroit it. Detroit so. Become Human. My sister would know about that, but I don't think I know I've enough. I've literally never heard of that. I might play it when I go home for um, Thanksgiving or something, so maybe no. we'll learn. Fun. Sherlock. Um, X-Files. Teen Wolf. The classics. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, anime showing up. I don't a lot know of original work is. today. Infinite Band. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Um, Battlestar Galactica. I have not watched that. All right, we'll try one more page and then switch to recent. Yeah. A lot of original work today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. K anime. I don't. Luke Cage. Uh, I never watch like the TV no. shows. No. Uh, Fantastic Beasts. I mean, we can maybe do that, yeah. but, like, I don't really know. I never watched the Grindelwald one either, um, so I'm not up to date. I mean, I barely knew what was going on, so. Yeah. Superman. Mm-hmm. American Idol R- R- RPF. <laughs> um, okay, let's do a recent search, mm-hmm. and then we will have to see what we get there. Today was not our day on the on the best match. Mm-hmm. Okay. My Hero Academia and Shadow and Bone. Crossover. Wait, that's kind of cursed. <laughs> so true, though. Um, Dream SMP. Oh Wait, my I God. think, what if we did it? Like, I don't We would have them. to do research, though. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll think about it. I think we'll have to do it at some point. We, no, and we keep saying this. Every time we see it, we're like, we have to do it <laughs> at some point. Um, okay. Batman, mm. Harry Potter, Lego Monkey Kid. Interesting. What is this? Uh, Madam Secretary, my mom loves that show. Warriors? <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, I read those in elementary school, and I don't... You don't remember. I don't remember any of the names oh, of the okay, cats, yeah. except for, like, the main cat. Like, Firestar, there he is. Yes. I don't, I don't know the rest <laughs> of it. Um, mm. Man. Death Note. Basketball. Cobra Kai. Go, I, if you might need to, like... Yes. I would say just, like go back to the first page and like yes um, at the bottom of that page that you scrolled by was a work called my hero smp so, <laughs> so SMP. avengers criminal minds batman star wars genshin, genshin impact. impact we're gonna call our ivy in at some point monoskin <laughs> how much monoskin definitely does not have that much yeah no um dude it it's I have not seen it, but I could. I think, like, I've seen 
uh, part of the first movie. We can watch it and then maybe do that. I think we could do it. All right. Should we pull out the wheel for our last... Yeah. I was also thinking that this would cause us to have to stop to edit the wheel, but I was thinking we could put on, like, the most, the most, like, important fandoms we did in season one and put them back onto the wheel. And that's how we could get, like, the repeats. All right. We can do that. All right. We're going to pause and we'll be back in just a moment, but we're holding on to it. All right. So basically we've been talking about, um, we are willing to repeat fandoms, but like we want to put two seasons worth of distance in between them. So we've just edited our little wheel to um, include some of the big fandoms that we covered in season one, just because it's like, it's not very practical for us to avoid like Harry Potter forever. Mm-hmm. So like we're going to use the wheel and that will be the way that we'll get like repeats if we ever get repeats. Mm-hmm. So we won't pick it from when we do like sort by best match. But, but the wheel has 48 entries on it right now. So yeah. it's, it's quite a large variety yeah, so we like might not even get a repeat all right so it is one of them yeah and then the next we are spinning and star trek i mean you, you want to spin again or we might want to spin we'll again. spin again because i was assuming like yeah i'd be the one to look for it and then star trek would mean i'd have to look for star trek because you look yes. for star trek let's we'll spin again Like, it has to be something Megan can look up, I think. Oh. I don't know that either. (laughs) Let's try again. It was Doctor Who. I have never really seen Doctor Who ever. We're really doing well today. Failure. Yes, okay. Phineas and Ferb. Okay, we can do Phineas and Ferb and it. All right. Sounds good. All right, so next week, Phineas and Bourbon It. Sorry it took us so long. Yeah, and this is going to be a long one in general. So. Enjoy. <laughs> You've already listened to it. See you next week. Peace and love.